listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16. The official beer of the Swift Current Broncos is Ryan Schweitzer and Craig Boschman. Broncos This Week podcast brought to you by Original 16. It's another masked up edition of the pod. Ryan Schweitzer along with uh, Craig Boschman. Swift Current Broncos coming off a, uh, a road trip in Calgary. Bosch, you were there. Uh, you know, what was your quick breakdown of that one? Yeah, I mean, it was a super shortened bench um, that game on uh, Sunday afternoon, as we'll hear from associate coach Devin Pratt a little later on. But uh, team was limited to just four defensemen and then uh, losing, uh, you know, Caleb Wyrostock to a, a shot block injury in the first period as well. So a very shortened bench there uh, at the Saddle Dome on Sunday. But, uh, you know, I really thought it was a pretty a pretty gutsy effort all around. I mean, uh, you heard, uh, you'll hear Devin say that, you know, one of the defensemen had 35 minutes uh, over the <laughs> course of that game so um, I thought the team played pretty well and you know maybe could have uh, pulled out a win there but um, just missing on some some key scoring opportunities and uh, just not being able to find the back of the net and um, ultimately coming up with uh, a 4-1 loss. The injury bug tends to find its way into a dressing room at some point each year there is unfortunately no known vaccination against it but uh, how are we looking for this weekend based on what you're hearing? Well, I think it looks it looks better I mean obviously Chase Lacombe was, was suspended for the one game so he'll obviously be back for uh, this coming weekend and um, you know, the the injuries, I think, to, to Sam McGinley, I don't think was a long-term thing. Hopefully just a, a one-game thing. And um, Dalen Weagle hasn't played yet this year. Hopefully he's back soon. And uh, Ryan Bedahar got hurt on that game on uh, last week against uh, Red Deer on the Tuesday. So uh, hoping that he's back as well and um, a much more full bench uh, for the Broncos as they uh, head off to uh, Winnipeg for or Manitoba, excuse me, for a couple of tough games. Yeah, uh, and it is uh, another another weekend on the bus for, for the home team here. And uh, the Broncos heading into Brandon Saturday and then Winnipeg on Sunday. What do we know about historically a, a competitive team in Brandon? Yeah, I mean, they've, they've been kind of near the top of the, the division. Uh, I mean, they won the Subway WHL Hub last year as the top team in there, and they were kind of loaded seemingly top to bottom with, with high-end talent with guys like Braden Schneider and Ridley Gregg, Vincent Iorio, who was drafted by Washington this year. Uh, Jake Chason got drafted by Edmonton this past year, so uh, they have lost a couple of those guys. I mean, Braden Schneider's off playing in the American League with the Rangers system now, but they do still have a number of you know NHL drafted players. Greg's a first rounder from Ottawa, as mentioned. Iorio drafted by Washington, Chason drafted by uh, Edmonton. So they still have some pretty high end uh, talent on that roster, but they they're having a tough time keeping the puck out of the net so far this year. Twenty seven goals against in just five games. So um, you know I think they're trying to buckle down defensively and some some goaltending wise as well. So uh, you would imagine you're going to get a pretty motivated Brandon team to try and turn uh, their early season struggles around as well. So should be an interesting matchup. You know, Brandon's a team that's kind of had the Broncos number over the past couple of years, uh, just with the way that both teams' swings have kind of gone in their their phases. So uh, here's hoping that the Broncos can uh, start tr- turning that around and uh, trending in the right direction against the Wheat Kings. Yeah, and then Sunday, they're going to Winnipeg. Yeah, Winnipeg's kind of the polar opposite from uh, from Brandon. Uh, we know how much offensive talent that team has with, you know, their drafting cycle they had for a couple of years there, where they were drafting first or second overall in consecutive years. Um, they've played four games as of recording of this podcast and they scored 30 goals in those four games and they've only given up five so uh, that's a team that's looking like they want to do some serious damage um, in the Western Hockey League this year and 
you know, when you look at their offense, a guy like Matt Savoy, who's back now, a draft-eligible guy for the 2022 draft, who was playing in the USHL last year and, um, you know, the first overall pick in the 2019 Western League draft. And then right behind him was Connor Geeky, who's off to a great start. Um, so this is a team that's just loaded up and down with high-end offensive talent and um, should be a pretty a pretty strong test. And uh, hopefully whoever starts a net for that game for the Broncos has uh, a sterling performance and the Broncos can pick up a victory. <laughs> yeah, you know, the uh, the Broncos, they, they last played at home last week and their next home game isn't until October 22nd. So a fair bit of time away away from the Innovation Credit Union Iplex before a busy November home sked. But you're on the bus with these guys. Is Has it been a good travel experience, some good bonding on the road? Yeah, I think the guys kind of like getting on the road. Obviously, they didn't have that experience um, in the hub for the guys who are back from uh, from the hub. I mean, they, you know, they spent all day together in the hub all, all day long and the whole thing. But um, I think getting on the bus is different, you know, getting into hotels and rooming with somebody and, and that kind of thing. Obviously, there's uh, it's a bit different, you know, uh, restrictions-wise for this year. But, you know, a chance for the guys to kind of hang on to the bus and joke around and you know do the classic rookie idol stuff and that sort of thing to kind of initiate the new guys so um, I think it's been good the guys are, are seem to be a pretty tight-knit group uh, so far and uh, I'm sure they would uh, love nothing more to, to pick up a couple of wins and have a very happy bus trip home on uh, on Sunday night yeah coming up in just a moment here we're gonna have a chat with associate coach Devin Pratt on the Broncos this week podcast and let's pump our feature guest up this week import defenseman Ryan Bedahar what's uh, what have your first few interactions with him been like well he's great uh, he, he speaks very good English, as uh, you'll hear uh, a little later on here in the podcast. But um, he's a guy who's uh, who's very driven, much like the other young players on this team. Um, it's you almost forget when you look at him that he's a 2004 born defenseman because he looks a lot older than that. But uh, you know, unfortunately, with the injured news, didn't play this past weekend. But hopefully, he's back um, for this weekend uh, on the Manitoba trip. And um, you know, a guy who who kind of knows that it's been a couple of tough years for the Broncos and wants to be a, a big piece in helping them get back on track. And uh, for himself, obviously. He wants to be drafted as well in his draft year here, so um, kind of fits in very well with the the age group core that this uh, this team has assembled and um, you know hopefully he can kind of grow confidence as the year goes along uh, can see the the offensive talent that he's got he loves to carry the puck he loves to do those spinoramas all over the ice so um, hopefully he'll be able to get that first goal uh, sometime soon and uh, give him confidence to keep growing as the season goes on right on our feature guest on Broncos this week is Ryan Bedahar. that chat coming up in the next little bit but in the much more immediate future we'll have a chat with associate coach Devin Pratt the coaches show segment of Broncos this week week right after this you're listening to broncos this week presented by original 16 the official beer of the swift current broncos it's the broncos this week podcast coaches show segment we have associate coach devin pratt joining us today uh, fresh off the ice for the uh, midday skate uh, how's everybody looking out there today devin Oh, we're looking fresh. I like the energy level from the guys. Uh, I thought our attention to detail was good today. And, you know, we're looking forward to keep on building uh, for this coming weekend. Some good things uh, to take out of the game on Sunday against Calgary. Uh, it was such a shortened bench with only four defensemen, then losing a forward in the first period as well. But uh, a pretty gutsy effort uh, against that Calgary team on Sunday. Yeah, you know, we talked about how when you get tired, the first thing that goes is your mind, and uh, we're a little unorganized on the defensive side of the puck. But that being said, I mean, you know, we had a young guy play 25 minutes on the back end. We had another young guy play 35 minutes, so the guys had tons of ice. Um, you know, we, we kind of expected that uh, we were going to be tired, and at the end of the day, we held it to where we had scoring chances uh, when it was nothing, nothing. We had scoring chances when we were down one. Um, so we had opportunities there. It's just finding a way 
way to get that puck across the line. Yeah, and uh, you know, you, you have the benefits of a little bit of downtime between your last game and your next one. And uh, you know, as Bosch talked about, uh, a bit of a depleted bench. Uh, it looked like some bodies might be healed up for this weekend. Yeah, yeah, we'll be going in with a full lineup, and that's exciting for our group. Um, you know, when we we reflect on our first five games in, it's the Red Deer one that sticks out as an effort that we we want to avoid. Um, we're proud of the other efforts. We're giving ourselves opportunities. We're in games, and that's what we're asking of this group is to find that process. So we feel if we got a healthy group uh, of players, we can go in anywhere and we can compete. You touched on the scoring chances that have been there for your team. We know that goals have been a bit tough to come by in the past three games, but is it just a matter of bearing down a little more to focus on uh, capitalizing on those chances? Yeah, you know what? It's funny. I, I I hesitate to use the word bearing down because everybody wants to score. You know, they want to score. A uh, guy hits the post, hey, bear down. Well, I mean, he, he shot the puck and he's trying to score. Um, I think we have some things that we can address, and those are the details we're working on here this week. We want to create second-chance opportunities, and so far this year um, we haven't found those. Uh, so we want to get some greasy ones. We want to get to those tough areas and stay in those tough areas and then start to win the battles in those tough areas and being net front uh, defensively in our end and then offensively getting into that tough spot in their end. So those are things we're working on here this week and, you know, hopefully uh, the proof is in the pudding and this weekend coming, we'll see some guys bang home some greasy ones. Yeah, you know, it uh, it must have been a good feeling for the coaching staff to get a strong performance out of your young goaltender this past uh, weekend. Uh, you know, talk about Reed Dick's effort and what he brought to the table. Yeah, you know what, I uh, I got a lot of respect for Reed. Um, we think that goaltending is a strength of ours here for sure. Um, so with Reed, you know, that first start was his first time starting here in the home building and I think, you know, he would be a little disappointed with the start of it, but he settled in pretty good. He faced a lot of high quality that day and, you know, the next practice he's staying on the ice by himself, uh, you know, not told to do so and he's working through things. So he's got a great motor, he's got a great work ethic, uh, he's very aware and, uh, yeah, very proud of that effort he had in Calgary. Something for him to build off. This weekend coming up are the first of three Manitoba trips this year. Um, the Brandon Weekings first up on Saturday. Uh, so far this season, a team that's had a bit of a tough time keeping the puck out of their net. 27 goals against in five games, but uh, you know, a chance for you guys to go in and try and get some success against Brandon, a team that's kind of had the Broncos number over the past couple years. Yeah, I think it's just important that we get in there and focus on ourselves, focus on our game and establishing our game and worry about our process. Um, you know, uh, you look at Brandon, I think the li the weekend lined up well for us because uh, the way Winnipeg is scoring. And Brandon's had a couple games against Winnipeg, so we want to be sure that we're playing strong defensive hockey so that we give ourselves a chance on Sunday as well. We're not looking ahead to that game by any means, but uh, the focus Saturday is going to be you know, a solid 200-foot game. You, uh, you're you going two weeks without a game here at the Innovation Credit Union IPlex. Is there, uh, is there an advantage to having this time on the road, the team bonding and all that early in the year? Yeah, you know, it's always nice to get the guys on the road. Uh, they enjoy being on the bus and spending time with each other. we got a close group, um, you know, that family atmosphere that we're very proud of with these guys. And, you know, it's it, it always works out in the end. A lot of November, we're at home. We're at home for a really solid stretch in November. So it's kind of looking to come out of this in a good place and then give ourselves an opportunity to take advantage of that homestand that we have. We know how dedicated these guys are and how driven they are to win and be successful as a team. Do you get the sense there's some frustration after dropping 
dropping a couple of games in a row? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, you know, I alluded to it earlier, but uh, we feel that we could be sitting here at four and one um, with the start that we had that first weekend. Uh, the really only sleeper was the Red Deer effort. Um, we own that as a group. We learn from it and we move forward. We gave ourselves an opportunity against Edmonton, uh, and then again in Calgary, we we were right in that game as well. So, uh, you know, we are two and three, two and three uh, as a group, but. Uh, you know, it's it's finding that process, and that's where today and yesterday, getting back on the ice, we like the energy level, we like the commitment to the details, and the boys are pushing. So uh, they have high expectations of themselves. We talked about that earlier. Um, you know, they're, they're the ones that are throwing around the playoffs, and that's where they want to be. So we're just holding them to that standard. If we want to be a playoff team, it doesn't start in April. It starts now. All right, Coach's Show segment on the Broncos This Week podcast with Associate Coach Devin Pratt. Devin, thanks for making your way to, to this end of the rink, and uh, best of luck this weekend, man. Thank you guys very much. You're listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16, the official beer of the Swift Current Broncos. It's the Broncos This Week podcast, brought to you by Original 16. Time for our feature guest, and uh, we have the, uh, well, one of the more recent additions to the Bronco family, selected in the uh, CHL import draft, Ryan Betahar joining us. How's the uh, how's the Swift Current experience been so far for you, man? Uh, a lot of new faces, a lot of, like... A lot of changes. I've come from a big city. Uh, now I'm thinking I'm in the smallest city in the CHL. Um, I like it. I like my bullets. They're awesome. I like the players. Um, I think I had a good experience. I didn't have a tough time at first. So, yeah, I'm happy. Can you tell us about uh, – I remember talking to you during training camp. You said you had a bit of a long trip to get here. Uh, how long was the uh, the trip for you to make your way all the way from Germany to here? Okay, so um, I needed to fly to Amsterdam first. It took me like two hours, one hour, and uh, from there to Calgary was like probably like eight hours. Then to Regina, and from Regina all the way to Swift, so I think it was like 14 hours, something like that. Bit of a planes, trains, and automobiles automobiles day. Uh, So what was it like for you on CHL import draft day? Did you know going in that there were teams interested in you? You know, what what was that experience like? Uh, I think it was a little weird because I signed up for the draft two weeks ago, like before the draft. So uh, everything was like rushed, I guess. I knew the Broncos were interested. Um, There were some other teams, too. they told me they want to get me like as a fifth overall pick, so I kind of expected that. But it was still like uh, it felt really good because you know really excited. Like everyone was happy for me, so it was like really good time. You played for uh, Germany at the U18s uh, shortly before the draft, and that was down in Texas, I think. Can you tell us about your uh, your U18 experience there with Team Germany? Um, we had a pretty tough time. Um, we didn't have a lot of preparation i guess um we had a covid like some guys had covid so we needed to stop like everything Um, we needed to practice in a short period um i think the results weren't good a lot of people expected us to make it maybe even to the semifinals. so um i think it was really disappointed for us not everyone i think no one was happy so um but we had a good time with the team. It was a big experience for everyone because uh, going to the States, representing your country is a big honor mm-hmm. and was really good, especially as an underager. Yeah. 
So what did your family think about the whole, you know, coming to Canada to, to play hockey, you know, especially during in the time of a global pandemic? Uh, was it a tough sell to, for, for your family to, to convince them to let you come and do this? Or, or what, what were their thoughts? Uh, it's mostly my mom that uh, was a little bit, like, shocked and uh, scared, I think. But um, I live on my own since I'm 14. So uh, wow. it was maybe a little easier for them. But still, like... There were a lot of tears at the airport, uh, but I think they're happy because I think it's a once-in-a-lifetime chance. Not everyone in Europe gets the chance to play here, so I think they're more happy than sad. Right on. You told me that the uh, city in Germany that you live in is called Rodgau. I'm assuming I'm pronouncing that wrong, but uh, Rodgau, Germany. Uh, tell us about your hometown. I mean, what, uh, what sorts of things do you get up there uh, there when uh, you know, you're home for the off-season? Um, yeah, it's only 30, maybe even no, 25 minutes away from Frankfurt, one of the biggest cities in Germany. So um, I have little, like, my friends really close to me. I know them since I'm like really young. So uh, we always do stuff when I'm back there. It's it's just like you hang out with them, you talk about things, um, and we like to go. Like I have a lake right like 400 meters from my house so uh, we always meet there get to know new people in frankfurt and we have a good time in the summer yeah hockey fans in swift current have seen you play a couple games now you know going into the preseason and the regular season uh, how, how would you describe yourself as a player um i'm a two-way defenseman i love joining the rush i love to be in the offensive zone uh, but i still know that i'm a defender so uh I got to take care of my own net. I like to play the body. Uh, yeah, I like to make a good breakout, run the power play. I think that's my game. I know it's only been a couple of games here over in the WHL, but are you able to kind of see the differences between playing here and, and what playing at the you know the U20 level is like back in Germany? Oh, yeah, it's a big difference. Uh, smaller ice, way faster. What uh, really stood out to me was that it's more physical. Um, but I like the game. It's more it's for me, I guess, because I'm a big player. I know how to hit. I know how to get hit. So um, the biggest probably difference, I guess, from Germany to here is that uh, all players are like quite the same level, and everyone is good. There's no bad player. So yeah. You know, you've uh, you've shown a willingness to even mix it up. You know, you talked about how you play a physical game, but, uh, you know, you even got yourself into a scenario with the gloves off there. Uh, you know, what what was that experience like, uh, getting in your first North American uh, scrap? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've talked to, to my brother about it. Uh, I try to avoid, like, getting into fights because I'm not used to it. Uh, I had some lessons from the pro team in Mannheim, uh, but I don't know if I did a good job. It was just <laughs> <laughs> the momentum did it. So yeah. it felt good after it, but like my hand was bleeding. So <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us about your relationship with your brother? I, I don't want to pronounce his name wrong. So how do you say his name? Uh, it's Nordin. Nordin. Okay. So yeah. you're, he's 10 years older than you. So what kind of relationship do you have uh, with him? Oh, we're really close. Uh, we text every day. We try to be as much together as we can he supports me every day like when i wake up on game days i get like a text message that's like that long and <laughs> he just writes me what i what i can do how to prepare he's always been there for me he 
drove me every time he can. He did everything for me. Um, he's probably the biggest impact I had in life and in hockey. I try to make his, I try to be like him. Um, he did a lot of things bad. I try to avoid those things. I try to learn from them. Um, but I think he's a, he's my biggest impact for sure. He's a good role model. That that's cool to hear. So, you're uh, you're, you're drafted out of Germany. On our website, it says that your hometown is somewhere in in Poland. Um, you know, tell us a, a bit about your heritage. You know, and uh, <laughs> you know your your brother. That that's a unique sounding name. You know, give us a little bit of family history here. Uh, I think me and my brother we're a really good mix because uh, my mom is from Poland. Um, and my dad is from North Africa, oh, Algeria. Wow. Um, yeah, I was born in Poland, right, lived there for three years. My brother was born in Germany, but then moved to Poland back. Um, we know a lot about the culture in Poland and North Africa. So I think uh, you see it when we talk and everything, because we have seen new countries and like not everyone has been to north africa yeah uh it's beautiful there but uh, we can speak the languages um yeah i'm a big mix <laughs> yeah your and, and your english is great I, I wanted to compliment you on that so so how many languages do you know um i can speak four and like french is probably the fifth language but it's not that good wow how how many times have you been to visit um, North Africa? Like when when was the last time you were there? Oh, that's a long time. That's like probably three years ago. Because every year, like hockey gets more competitive, and you don't have that much time in the summer. But when I was younger, I was there like every year. Wow. So first impressions of Swift Current. You know, you talked about the big travel day that you had to get here, and I imagine you know someone picked you up from the Regina Airport, and then you rolled into town here. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure you did your research before coming here, but what was your first impression of the city once you actually got here? Uh, a lot of field. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was small, but uh, what I heard, I had some... I trained, like, I practiced with some guys who played in Swift. Um, I, I, my brother has talked with a coach who coached in Swift. Uh, I knew that it was really, like, a family, family, what do you mm -hmm. call it, family location. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw that. My billets were really nice to me. Um, I haven't seen, I've probably seen most of the city. Uh, it's small, but uh, I'm here for hockey, not for. Right on. Uh, it, when it comes to, you know, growing up playing hockey, I know there's, there is hockey in, in Poland, of course, and there's hockey in Germany as well, but was it just a matter that your brother played hockey as soon as they kind of moved to Germany? How did your family kind of get into it? Oh, that's, that's a nice story because uh, it, yeah, it was because of my brother because uh, we had a restaurant in Poland and uh, Back then, it was like really, Poland was a really hockey country, and uh, all the hockey players came to came to the restaurant to eat there, and they gave like my brother sticks and equipment and encouraged him to get to the game. So that's how he came to hockey, and I used to play soccer. I used to be really good, and uh, I just know that my brother, when he was 16, 
he did like all kinds of travels. He went to Canada to play some tournaments there. And my parents were always like following it. We were in a lot of games and I was always, I liked the game. Soccer was a little bit boring for me. <laughs> Not much action. So I started like when I was seven and yeah, it was because of him. Everything that's why, why I played, why I'm here, it's... Uh, mostly because of my brother so you, you started playing when you were seven like that's kind of a late bloomer as far as hockey goes yeah. i mean lots of parents have their kids on skates as soon as they can walk so you know at what point did you realize that you were pretty good at this game and you know you could maybe you know make make a future career out of it when did you realize that uh, I used to be terrible when I started. <laughs> <laughs> I just used to be like big. I was like the biggest eyes. I was skating with four-year-olds. <laughs> so yeah. uh, yeah, it was probably when I turned like 11, 12, you could see it. I'm a little bit better than some guys. Uh, I was a thing where everything like started was uh, in a U15 area where I got the chance to go to represent my country at the IHF camp where Germany sent me there that was like okay I know I'm good for my country um, and then like I think I've improved my game every year so it was like just like a rise I wanted to ask you about um, the Olympics in 2018 when Germany got to the final against uh, the Olympic athletes from Russia. Um, how big was that, do you think, for hockey in Germany to see Germany get all the way to the Olympic gold medal game? It was huge. Like, I have my neighbors, I've been talking with them. They were just like, oh, Germany won silver. And I was like, yeah, everyone just came up to me. People I've never been talking to about hockey were talking about it. Um, it was a big impact because then people realized that there's not only soccer, there's also hockey. Um, people were happy because uh, it's in every country like that. You don't care what sport it is. If your country is successful, you will like the sport. So I, it had a big impact on every player, on every coach, on every one who just watches hockey. Um, I know that a lot of parents have sent their kids to play hockey after that um so yeah i hope they can repeat it in in winter yeah you know th this season here in swift current what are you hoping to get out of the uh, the canadian hockey league experience what are some of the goals that you have um obviously uh, first off are the team goals we want to make the playoffs um i know the last years have been tough for swift so um i think we have a really good team we have really good players but also really good persons so i think that's our game um, for me personally it's just uh, i want to get drafted as high as possible i want to make it to the big league um so yeah i will do everything i can i know uh, on the bus when we got to calgary i heard you sitting behind me you know taking photos of stuff and sending them back to your parents back home um what are some of the things uh, that you've kind of had a i don't want to say a culture shock but some of the stuff you've really enjoyed about being over in canada um, well, in Germany, you don't have that much space. <laughs> it's a little closer, everything together. Um, what I liked about Calgary, what uh, had me like a little bit of home feelings, it, uh, they had beautiful skylines. Frankfurt has that too, and it was good to see a little bit more. Um, I always send pictures to my family because they're just happy to see where I'm around and. Um, 
it was a good time. Obviously, we weren't allowed to see much of, of Calgary, um, but I think uh, it was good there. I always got to ask because I'm a big food guy. So, uh, you know, in terms of junk food, regular food, whatever, what are some things that you miss about home and what have been some things that you've discovered that you really like here that you don't have back in Germany? Um, what I really miss is bread, German <laughs> yeah. bread. Uh, probably my mom's food. Um, it's a little bit different. She cooks Polish, so uh, that is what I miss, the soups. I don't know, maybe you know pierogi? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that. Uh, she can make it really good, but uh, I've eaten, like, we had Thanksgiving dish. Yeah. Um, I've never had a big turkey like that. <laughs> um, so I've there have been some things like Tim Hortons. We don't have Tim Hortons <laughs> in Germany. <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably my favorite restaurant right now, even though it's just fast food. Yeah. Hey, uh, people love Tim's, man. Yeah. It's yeah. Really um, you talk about how you spend a lot of time in Frankfurt because it's close to your hometown. So if somebody was planning a trip to Frankfurt, uh, what are some of the things you would suggest that they should, uh, they should do? Um, definitely make the city tour with the bus to see every part of Frankfurt because uh, Frankfurt has a lot of faces. It's like it's getting modern every day but it's still an old city um we have a beautiful river it's one of the biggest in europe it's the mine uh you can make a boat tour it's for tourists but like uh, what i usually do i just spend time in the city go go to a restaurant i mean frankfurt is really big and you can see everything there you have everything there yeah well you know i really hope that you enjoy the canadian experience and uh <laughs> life and swift current here and hope to see you back on the ice uh, before too long ryan betahar joining us on the broncos this Thank week you. podcast thanks for doing this man no problem you're listening to broncos this week presented by original 16 the official beer of the Swift Current Broncos. A big thank you to associate coach Devin Pratt for joining us on the coaches segment of Broncos this week, as well as the import defenseman Ryan Bedahar. Really impressed with that young man. What an interesting guy. There's so much to, to get into with him. He speaks four languages. His parents are from Poland and North Africa. Like He's such, a, such an interesting character, and uh, the fact that he speaks his English as well as he does um, is great, and uh, I'm glad to have him here. I mean, it sounds like he's really enjoying himself, too. Yeah, for sure, and uh, looking forward to seeing him back on the ice uh, soon. I know that he was a little bit nicked up uh, over the past few games, but uh, but hopefully back before you know it here. Busy weekend coming up for the Swift Current Broncos as they uh, board the bus and head into the 204. Long road trip coming up. Uh, first of three Manitoba road trips this year. Uh, would normally be two, but of course with no BC or US division trip this year, the team is going to make three swings over into Manitoba. So uh, Friday, or sorry, Saturday, Sunday games. No Friday game. Starts off on uh, Saturday and of course the time change as well to be aware of so that game in Brandon starts at seven o'clock in Manitoba so I believe that's six o'clock here in Swift indeed all right so the uh, Broncos Brandon on Saturday Winnipeg on Sunday next home game is going to be October 22nd so a little bit of time without any action here at the Innovation Credit Union Iplex all right uh, big thank you again to associate coach Devin Pratt for joining us as well as our feature guest Ryan Bedahar thanks for tuning in to another edition of Broncos This Week you've been listening to Broncos This Week presented by Original 16.